if you're out on the road feeling like you want a podcast <laughs> all you, you have, have to, to do, do is type in drunk of the book and you'll find us <laughs> where you leave <laughs> we will be there anywhere that you, you want, want us to. <laughs> Hi, Ashley. Hey, Olivia. Welcome to Drunk of the Book Club, a podcast for lonely drunk bookcasters. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> what are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking a Bud Light seltzer. <laughs> That's all can. That's all can. That's better flavored. <laughs> nice. Because I had a $5 bill in my pocket and I ran to the store before we started recording so I could buy something to drink. Because <laughs> I have Good nothing call. in my house. <laughs> what are you drinking? Um, I am drinking a Sierra Nevada Wild Little Thing Slightly Sour Ale. Just which like apparently, you. <laughs> just like me. Is guava, hibiscus, and strawberry. So, we Ooh, match. so strawberry twins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> strawberry twins. Yes. Although that sounds better because I like guava a lot. It's good. It's it is a sour though for sure. Mm. So like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm in a mood for a sour. Sometimes I'm not. Yeah. I don't know if other people feel that way. It's a pretty deep. <laughs> Deep thought, you know. <laughs> what I mean is, like, if you're not in the mood for a sour, you might not like it. Mm-hmm. I feel like probably a Bud Light seltzer is more drinkable, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's drinkable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's good stuff. Do I like it more? I might like it more than White Claw. Mm. Do I like White Claw? I don't think so. I think I just drink these because they're around. Well, I mean, Bud Light, Budweiser, they've been around a long time. Yeah. They're not going to do you wrong. And there's very few things that I can buy at the grocery store. Mm. And I didn't want to go to the alcohol store. Gotcha. So. Because you live in a weird place. I live in a weird place. (laughs) So (laughs) they don't let you buy apples and wine it's very strange to me the first time i was like in a place like i think it was north carolina where like i went to the grocery store and i was a kid i was not able to buy alcohol but yeah went to the grocery store at night and like the like i guess it was just wine and beer because they didn't sell liquor but the wine and beer had been like roped off because it was like past eight so you could not even look at it the forbidden time (laughs) yeah when I lived in Maryland when I was, like, 12 or whenever, I was biking with my friends. And I was like, oh, you guys want to stop at the liquor store? <laughs> and they were like, uh, excuse me? And I was like, I just want some chips. And they are like, you mean the convenience store? And I was like, okay. my bad. Whoops. Where I come from. It's, it's all the all, same. That's just 7-Eleven. Yeah. yeah. Just, the 7-Eleven's the liquor store. I don't know. You get your alcohol. You get your food. You get whatever yeah. at any time. So I just want some cheddar sour cream chips. Like, I don't know. Where can I buy those? Not at the liquor store, apparently. 
Apparently not. <laughs> and this is our <laughs> podcast where we drink. Welcome to Drunk of the Book Club. <laughs> it's actually just a book club to talk about drinks, not yes. books. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Glad where we, we break finally all figured books. it out. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Oh, man. Well, what did we read? <laughs> Well, we read Please Don't Sit on My Bed in Your Outside Clothes Essays by Phoebe Robinson. This is our third Phoebe Robinson book. Our third Phoebe. If you can believe it. I know. What was it about? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's a book of essays. (laughs) It's about a lot. As are all of Phoebe's books. Yeah. Um... And it is about a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. Each essay seems to cover a different area. But generally, I would say it's probably about being a black woman. Mm-hmm. There's stuff about COVID. Mm-hmm, There's stuff about weird. being a black woman who's powerful. You know, mm-hmm. business owner. Um, business babe. Um a lot about you two again. <laughs> yes. Eric. Which I would expect nothing less. <laughs> um, and we get a lot of British Bake Off in this one. I know. I think she wasn't really talking about him much in the last two, right? I don't think like, so. I think hinted. the first one was pre Bake Off. Yeah. And then the second one, she like hinted. Mm hmm. If and I recall. This is yeah. Full on Bake Off. I feel like we have seen her grow and her life, like, evolve over time. It's so wild. Because, like, when she wrote her first book, Two Dope Queens? Was that happening? Yes, right? Yes, it was. But, like, in between now and then, she has done so much more, as we yeah. she talks about in the book. And, yeah, it's it's kind of wild to see. Like, I remember... Excuse me, I just burped. I'm still burping. Um, <laughs> in the first book, she's like fangirling about you two, yeah. And in this book, she's talking bon bon. about being friends with Bono. Like that yeah. is a glow up. I know it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's super impressive. It's mm-hmm. funny because I just hate you two so much. I know me too. I and really I hate love them. her so much. I know. It's just it's hard. So confusing to me. I know. I know. I feel the same way. Like, I really hate you two. Like, I really, really hate you two. I really hate them. And I I feel so disrespectful to Phoebe for saying that. I I can't lie. You know, she's liked our Instagram post about the book. She's commented on it. She's liked our tweets about it. I'm nervous to tag her in anything about this one. I know. We were too... We're too open right now. We just shared our truth. Oh... (laughs) Forgive us, Phoebe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I was trying to, like, go through and refresh a little Mm -hmm. bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's been, what, like, eight months? We took a break. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's the elephant in the room. We took took a bit of a break. (laughs) It's been a long time. I will say when I was setting up all this stuff today, I was like, guess who's back? Again. (laughs) Drunk of the book. <laughs> oh my god. Let's tell your friends. That's amazing and terrible. It was awful. <laughs> yeah, it made me hate myself a little bit. <laughs> it 
because I was like, that should be our theme song because we leave all the time. Honestly, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but new listeners have a lot to listen to, though. Just by the way, yeah. got a lot of epies. We've been around for a long time. Yeah, we've been around the block. <laughs> Are we <laughs> consistent? No. <laughs> Do we finally get it out there? Yes. yes. Always. <laughs> Always. Are we reliable? <laughs> We're reliably unreliable. Oh, yes. In the most charming way. <laughs> Very charming. Can't tell us otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized, I think I took, I like randomly took some photos of like, oh, this is something you can talk about, but it's on my phone and I'm FaceTiming you on my phone. <laughs> Well, here's one thing I took a photo of, which is on page 64. Ooh, let's go. Um, this is not going to actually be that interesting. Once <laughs> I say out loud why I took a photo of it. Okay, um, go. But actually, maybe it matches our conversation. <laughs> um, towards the, the last paragraph says, yeah. The point is that while some folks possess two modes, work hard and work harder, I, on the other hand, I'm made up of opposing philosophies. Alpha leader and lazy piece of garbage. And I just really felt like that was me. Yes, (laughs) I I feel that. that. Yes. I can be top of the top, do it all, get it all done, answer everyone's questions, solve all the problems. And then for like a month, I just need you to leave me alone. I'm just going to like knock you out of bed. I'm going to order pizza and I'm going to like remember that I should cut my nails at some point you know like nothing yes Yes. 100% yeah I really related to that I relate to that hard I've been thinking about that too because I'm on spring break Mm -hmm. um and I was like (laughs) reflecting on the fact that like the second spring break starts my brain turns off and I just like become mush and it's like I forget like one time for instance, I had jury duty that I specifically scheduled for Thanksgiving week because I was like, I will be off this week. And mm-hmm. then I like promptly forgot about it, completely forgot mm-hmm. about it until like the Sunday before I was going to return back to work. And it was just like a pop. It like popped into my head. I was like, I was supposed to go to jury duty last Tuesday. <laughs> and like it it's not even like I it was on my calendar like it was right. it was something I knew I was supposed to do but like yeah. the second I'm on break my brain turns off and it was wow. just because I was getting back into work mode that like my right. brain was like hey this thing and yeah. I really do think that although it sounds incredibly unbalanced I think it is a balance because yeah if we're on like so on like alpha leader as you put mm-hmm. it for a period of time that's like unrealistic to be at that level for forever. So our okay. bodies and brains just naturally have to even things out and go like, okay, gotta be a lazy piece of garbage for a while. Yeah, I agree. When you go that hard, you have to shut down. Yeah. It's the only yeah. way to recover fully. Exactly. To be able to go that hard again, you know? Exactly. Yes, yeah. agreed. Honestly, so- I think that if I didn't have work in academia or like academia... <laughs> Listen to me. I didn't work in secondary schools. Um, I work in academia. (laughs) Thank God that I work in secondary schools where we have built-in breaks. Because if I didn't, I would not be very good at, like, Mm -hmm. knowing when to, 
slow the fuck down. Like, I don't think I ever really learned that skill because I was a kid in schools and then I was working in schools. Like, I think Mm. I probably would have had, like, a nervous breakdown (laughs) long ago. I think that is specifically something that we don't teach people, especially here in the States. People take, like, breaks, you know, in other countries. They have rest periods. They have longer vacation times. They have all these other things. We don't. Yes. We're just like, oh, you're here now? Go. Until you die. (laughs) Exactly. So that is one thing that I took a photo of. That's a good quote. And it's very... What is another thing I took a photo of? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So... 196. Mm. Phoebeisms. <laughs> yes. This one says, truly no one cares that your inbox is down to zero. <laughs> but here's my thought on that. People might not care if it's down to zero, but they sure do give you a hard time if they look at your phone and see that your inbox is very high. True. So I don't know if I agree with that one. <laughs> I'm glad. Like, maybe stop talking. You don't need to tell everyone that your inbox is at zero. But yes. I'd rather be at zero so I don't have to listen to people being like, oh, you have that many emails? Oh, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, I say this as annoying. a person with currently almost 3,000 unread emails. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, I wish I was at inbox zero. You can yeah. brag about it. I want to be there. I'm definitely at like 1,500 right now. But the <laughs> thing to remember... Also, is I have my email and two store emails on there. Mm-hmm. So, like, just stop judging. My thing is, if you look at my work email, I am at inbox zero. I'm very yeah. good at having a very clean work email. The yeah. problem is I've got, like, 19 different accounts on here. Like, I've literally got so yeah. many. One, two, three, four, five. I've got five email accounts yeah. on here. And I've had, like, my Gmail since I was 17, so I have accidentally signed up for a lot of junk mail. Exactly, and I feel like this is one of the great Gen Z things, is there are people who taught me that you make another email that you put into things, so all the junk goes to that one. I know, I should have done that. No one taught me that. No, nobody taught me that. my personal email. Also... Get ready for Gen Z or whatever is in school right now because those kids do not check any emails. And in fact, they just mass delete everything. It's very freeing, but it's also terrifying. That like just gave me anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Because they're in they're, they're in the zone where they've been through virtual school where all of their classes had a Google Classroom and the like the default setting for Google Classroom is you literally get an email anytime there's like anything that happens on your Google Classroom. And so they get a ton of like spam Google Classroom shit. Like anytime anything happens in a Google Classroom. But because they ignore all of that, they also don't see it like when either counselor emails them or their teacher (laughs) emails them and says like, you need to return this in because they just literally ignore them all. Or mass delete them. I've, I told the kids, I was like, wow. we're going to go through our inboxes. We're going to, like, practice, like, clearing them out. And they took that yeah. as, I'm going to highlight everything and then trash it. And I was like, that's wow. not what I meant. But they felt wow. no shame, no fear, 
completely courageous and brave. It was amazing. Am I impressed? <laughs> or am I scared? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I get it. I have a lot of junk emails. Or it's like, you know, Urban Outfitters has emailed me 7 million times in the last however long or whatever. Yeah. So when it's been a while since I cleaned it out, I do select all. And mm-hmm. I do a quick skim. Yes. Need that one, unchecked. Need that one, yes. unchecked. Need that one, and then I delete it. And then the rest can go mass delete. But you check. to do a skim. I know. I know. They don't. They are wow. wild. What a life. I know. It is amazing. I'm impressed. <laughs> I think. I think. I wonder what Phoebe would say about that. <laughs> she would call them hoes. <laughs> okay. Which now that I'm looking at that, the Phoebeism before... That one is, for mm-hmm. the love of God, wear matching underwear. Mm-hmm. And I would just like to say that I do enjoy wearing matching underwear. I've worked retail for a long time, so I was able to buy matching pieces. Mm. But, like, that can't be an always thing. No. Like, if I have to wear, like, my underwire bra, that's mm-hmm. just a bra that I bought. There's nothing mm-hmm. that goes with that. Yeah. If I have to wear my strapless bra that's just a bra that i bought there's nothing that goes with that yeah my sets are like you know weird old american apparel sets which also when she said you're supposed to throw stuff away every six months i was like says who yeah that's like mm -mm. what kind of like money mountain are you living on top of phoebe come on that's wild I've never like, had a matching set ever in my ever? whole life. No, because I always get stuff. I've literally probably paid like full price for underwear like a total of three times. Like I'm always going for deals. Like I'm looking at what's yeah. on sale. I'm at Marshall's. Like I'm not going to go. I think I think like twice I went into Victoria's Secret in college and did their whole like five for 25 because I was like, this is a deal. Oh, yeah. But that was not matching a top and bottom. That right. was just bottoms. I don't think I've right. ever had a matching set ever because I'm always trying to get a deal on them. Interesting. Yeah. So that was that. That's like you know, another universe. I, I do respect that because that is now me since I don't work retail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like you got to find that deal. Yeah. Yeah, it's just how I was raised. I did keep a lot of the sets. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're not even that interesting. It's a cotton bra and the same color (laughs) underwear. You know what I mean? It's just like, but they have the same, like, I don't know, ribbing or something. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it matches. That's Something that's matching, yeah. I don't even know why. I don't know what. Where where do you get a matching set? Where? Like, teach me. American Apparel 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't even know where this mythical matching set... Where does she shop? She didn't tell us that. That's true. She didn't. Here it is. Blah, blah, blah. Matching underwear. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She talks about how Savage Fenty walks down the runway in a match. Duh. Gap body. Okay. Okay. Well, gap. Gap body? Yeah, it's under the Savage Fenty. Oh. That's where you get a matching set? I don't know. 
See, I don't even know. Because she says it's like it's laundry day if you're not wearing a matching set. But girl, it's always laundry day. <laughs> yeah, when are you not like, doing laundry? Yeah. Like, when are you not avoiding laundry is more where I'm at. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's more when am I not. Um, okay, what else? What oh. else? It's the please don't sit. It just opened this one. The please don't sit on my bed in your outside clothes. Yeah. As I was like reading this section, I remember us having a conversation at the beginning of quarantine where I was like, I just don't think I'll ever let anyone sit on my bed oh, in yeah. outside clothes ever again. I and do I was like remember. really scared about like ever having a partner again because I was yes. like, you're going to have to change your clothes. Yeah. my home. Yes. And it's a whole thing. That's like back when we were wiping down our groceries. Yeah. Washing everything like a lot more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yep. And now, where do you stand on that? When we got home from the New York City grocery store? No, I did not. I just put my mouth right on it. Um... I pr- I'm mostly still there. Mm-hmm. Because, like, New York is gross, you know. <laughs> it's, like, really dirty. Mm. So, like, your shoes need to come off in my kitchen, which mm. is, like, right when you walk in my door. Like, yeah. shoes come off. Yeah. Please don't make me have to clean even more frequently because you're going to walk mm-hmm. in my house. Also, like, no one comes over here, so I don't know why <laughs> I have all these rules. <laughs> You're just ready. These are like, have like you you have to have rules in place so that you weren't hit with the surprise and then have to come yeah. up with them on the spot. <laughs> I have like a list of rules printed on my doorway and literally two people have ever been inside my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please put that outside. You make them sign before they come in. It's in a little it's envelope like, on the door. Two names over and over. <laughs> Like those logs when someone cleans the bathroom or like when they check in yes, the elevator and it has yes. to be like signed and dated. <laughs> like I have read and agreed to the cleaning <laughs> rules. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Oh my God. That's amazing. Living a sad life at all. <laughs> um, but no, I still don't. Yeah. I don't want like. If you're sitting on the subway, if I'm you, if I'm sitting on the subway, yeah, I come in. Those pants are coming off before I'm going and sitting on the bed. Oh. I mean, okay. to be fair, I come in my house and my pants are coming off. Yeah. Who wears pants in their house? No. You know, being pantsless is the greatest joy of being at home. Yeah. So, like, for me, it's not, like, a personal problem because, like, I want to just get undressed when I come in the house no matter what. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if I were to have a few people over, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'd do because I have, like, mm-hmm. a tiny couch and a chair. So someone's going to have to sit on the bed. Yeah. And they're outside like, close. two people over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to put a towel down or something. <laughs> The question of, like, people wearing their outside clothes on your bed, I feel like it really depends on your your housing situation. Because, yeah. like, people don't, when I have people over, 
people don't come into my bedroom very often Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they don't sit on my bed like nobody sits on my bed because I have a living room but when I didn't have a living room and like the room is my place to socialize then yeah lots of people are sitting on my bed in their outside clothes Mm -hmm. and shoes shoes on the bed that has never oh no no, no, never been okay ever no 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 not at all no. no shoes on the bed, no shoes on the couch. Yeah. You put shoes on your couch? I mean, I take my shoes off when I come in the house, generally. Yeah. But that's not like a hard and fast rule in our house. So I feel like people have sat on my couch with their shoes on. No, 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 but putting their shoes on the couch. Like, Like if they put not. their feet up, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I've... Um, I guess not. I, I guess people keep their feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. Or they'll put it up. Like, Michael sometimes wears his shoes in the house and puts his feet up on the table. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That Michael does that. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> He's such a clean person. I know. I know. I feel like I need to have a talk with him about that. You should it's have a talk with him about it. <laughs> I would like it to be a shoes-free household if I had my druthers. Yeah. Because I just think it's better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also, I... <laughs> if Michael were in the room, he would be, like, pointing out the fact that I am barefoot quite a lot outside. So it kind of defeats the purpose. And you sometimes I have very dirty feet. <laughs> I was a no-shoe kid. I am still a no-shoe kid. <laughs> well, see, this is why, like, I see those TikToks and this is the way to do it. You take, you have inside slippers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I don't like wearing things on my feet. Okay, so you gotta get, like, a little hose outside. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Or, like, a little, like, a, a brush. Foot bath. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. They have those little feet bath things. That's a good idea. I should do that. Have Michael build one of those. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't like your dirty feet so much, he'd build you a foot bath. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I can't be, like, too precious about, like, shoes in the house, because, like... Right. No, that's fair. That's fair. My feet aren't the cleanest. (laughs) (laughs) I one time ran downstairs to get like, a package that arrived, and I didn't put shoes on, mm-hmm. it felt, like, very scandalous, because <laughs> it's, like, I live on the second floor, so I'm running past, like, a bunch of people's homes, and I don't yeah. have shoes on, and it's all carpet, and it felt very dorm room sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And then I, like, came back in, and I was, like, I just ran down two flights of stairs with no shoes on, so people come in from walking... <laughs> With their shoes. In New York, with their yeah. shoes, and there's poop everywhere, and, and trash, pain. and rats, and cockroaches. <laughs> okay, what else about this book? <laughs> I read it a really long time ago. Okay, I'm going to say something that I don't want to say, but Ooh. I feel like in full transparency, I must. And this is it. I <laughs> I'm so afraid to say this. And this is it. 
Uh-oh. I didn't love this book. <laughs> um, I... Maybe it was just reading it at a time when I, like, shouldn't have been. Like... But I just... I kind of just raced through it and was like, okay, done. Checkbox. And I feel really bad about that because I love Phoebe and I think she's really funny. But I just didn't find it as funny as her other books. I feel so bad saying this. Okay. <sighs> I was kind of feeling the same way. And I wasn't sure if it was just because, like, I have a thousand other things and I was, like, not paying attention when I read it. Yeah. Because I also, like, I saw her perform out here. Yes! And that was amazing. And that was, like, what, a month before this book came out. And I think that I, that I was like, I'm so excited for the book. Yeah. I didn't love it. Like, and I don't, I don't know why I didn't love it. Yeah. I feel the same way. It's, like, similar, it's the same idea as the first two. I just felt like... Essays, her humor, but like... There was something missing. Yeah. And I don't know what it was. And maybe it's because like... In her other books, she felt like more of an underdog. And now she's like talking about all of her success, which is great. And I love that for her. (laughs) But also it doesn't have as much humor. You know, like an underdog is funnier than like a successful person. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's... Not anything to do with it, but I just, I don't know. (laughs) Heavy size. Yeah. No, I agree. I will say one of the things I thought was funny about this book, and I didn't remember her doing it in the other ones, was where she would put stuff in there and cross it out. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So you're, like, reading it, and she was like, yeah, and I took, I think there's one, like, she takes Bake Off to India his birthday but like the first half of the sentence is because you two was there and like, <laughs> yes, was I guess I do remember that one or whatever like, <laughs> yeah. I that was a funny thing where she like yes. puts the whole sentence and like crosses out half of yeah. it yeah like that was a fun <laughs> fun little feature that was a fun I don't know I don't know I also kind of feel like Like, they're all essays. This isn't a book mm-hmm. of essays. The other ones are books of essays. But mm-hmm. I feel like previously it was more, felt more like storytelling. Mm. And this feels a little bit more just like reciting facts, if that makes yeah. sense. Like I'm thinking back, like, she talks about Michelle Obama in this book. And I'm like, yeah. going back to the last book when she like talks about like meeting Michelle Obama and like doing all these things. And that was like such a story she was telling. Yeah. And this is just like, boom, 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 boom. Yes. You totally reminded me of something that I did take note of when I was reading it and wanted to mention. I got the impression that somebody was like, hey, you need to have like more sources. And like, Mm. you need to make it more like culturally relevant and not just about you. Because I remember like there were parts where like it felt like kind of unnatural the way that she'd be like according to Harper's Bazaar and I'm like what? Oh my god yeah that's right (laughs) it was like weird like according to and then she'd have like some like study or some like like factoid and I'm like you 
you don't have to be like a Jill Filipovich. You don't have to be like, you know, no. I don't know. What were some of the, you don't have to be the H spot. Like you're funny because you tell stories. Like people aren't like, we didn't read her books. We don't like her books because like, they're like culturally relevant and sourced right. well. It's like, it's her stories and they're funny. I didn't even, like, as you said that, I remembered having that reaction as I was reading it. Like, why are we yeah. doing this here? Like, this is unnecessary. Yeah. This is too much. But I didn't even think about it. I didn't, like, put it all together until you just vocalized it. But yeah. totally. Yeah. And like, I wonder where like, that came when from. When you were saying, like, what other books? Like, even when we read Aziz Ansari's book, mm-hmm. like, that was a book that needed citing because he was talking right. about, like, all the different studies on love and partnerships and whatever. Right. That was a funny book about right. silly things that needed citations. And the whole premise it. of that book was, like, it's a Aziz study. and this researcher. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, funny takes on actual research. Yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Totally, though. Yeah. Interesting. It just felt like somebody, like, sucked out, like, the part that made it Phoebe in her other books and was like, can we make this a little bit more relevant? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I should have (laughs) known. Jamila Jamil. I should have known. A little bit of shame. You're using her. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of... It kind of... I, I feel so, like, disrespectful and shitty saying this, but it kind of disappointed me. And I just... I don't want to say it, but it did. I wonder if that's, like, the time and the subject matter as well, though, right? Like, yeah. there's a lot going on. Yeah. During this time that she's referencing, like... Yes. All of the Black Lives Matters protests, all of the killings, uh, COVID, you know, like, there was a lot happening, and so I'm wondering if, like, there was more, like, fact-based stuff that she thought she needed to reference in here? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. But that's, like, me trying to, like, explain it. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. And I appreciated her input on those things a lot, totally. obviously. Like, yes. Um, the we don't, was it like we don't need another white ally mm-hmm. section? And she's like talking about her boyfriend, like his thing that they went through together and like yeah. the formativeness. Like, that was yeah. interesting. And that I, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's true. Much like there was a lot happening. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. That's true. Maybe and. More citations. But. It does feel like, it does feel like a little bit like, we, like, we miss the old Phoebe who was just fun and now she's talking about serious stuff and like, why can't you just be fun? Like, I don't mean to say it that way at all because I do think she talks about serious topics in like a humorous way as a comedian Mm -hmm. in the past. Like, she talked about being a black woman in America. Like, she talked about her experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I guess, like, I want to try to temper, like, my feelings with, like, the reality that, like, yes, you're totally right. Like, yeah, she is tackling serious topics and so maybe feels like a responsibility. I wonder if, like, having a bigger audience 
like, mm. plays a role in thinking about how to talk about race and yeah. talk about, like, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I will say, I remember when I was reading it, there's, like, three pages in the one about traveling where she talks about, I know I was sure, is it May or my? Oh, I think it's my. Like, she talks about her in the beginning and, like, how they met and, like, yeah. like their relationship. And yeah. that section, I remember reading it being, like, this is good. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is fun. It's yeah. funny. Like, real. Sort of, like, self-deprecating humor where she's, like, yeah, she's just excited that I'm not sitting over her shoulder being, like, what's that? What are you doing? How the dog? You know. Like, yeah. That was funny. And I remember, yeah. we're not, like, haha funny, but, like, that was, I remember reading that section and being, like, this like I like this part because right? you like feel like it's her talking it's like her yeah. voice it's her personality like mm-hmm. everything that we come to the table for which is like Phoebe's Phoebe-ness yeah <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. yeah I just felt like there was a different tone in this book than her other books and I'm not saying that like a writer has to stay static by any means or like an artist or comedian has to stay static but I just like I do I do kind of miss maybe like you were saying the storytelling and the authenticity that and I'm not mm-hmm. saying like she sounds fake in this that's not what I mean it's yeah. just it's a different tone well and as we're talking about it now too it's like maybe she just is dealing with more stuff like the whole beginning of it is talking about like motherhood and and stuff like that so it's like maybe it is just which again it's like I hate saying that I didn't like it as much as maybe it's just the phase of her life right mm-hmm. where she's just also working through more serious things like yeah coming to terms with like the relationship and the type of relationship you're going to have and what the family looks like and all that stuff and yeah I don't know yeah I mean like I'll always read a Phoebe book Oh, yeah, 100%. You know. Yes. But, yeah, I remember reading it pretty quickly because I was just like, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Same. Interesting. It's also funny because, like, when I first moved here, I just bought tickets to comedy shows. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, what else are you going to do in New York? Yeah. And I saw Michael Che, who I was so excited to see. Yeah. And I was like, meh. Like, it was fine. <laughs> and then I saw Phoebe after, and I was, like, yeah. very excited to see her. But, like, I mostly know her from her books and Two Don't yeah. and stuff. And I know Michael Che from comedy writing. Right. Right. So I was like, this will be fun, but it'll be, like, storytelling, whatever. Yeah. My cheeks hurt so bad <laughs> when I left her show. Like, I... <laughs> Was laughing so hard, like <laughs> crying cheeks just sore, <laughs> and so it's just funny like that can that comparison of like going to one comedy show and be like meh, going yeah. to hers and be like oh my god amazing yes, Dying. and then reading this book and be like oh because yeah. it's similar subject matter yeah yeah like yeah. in that stand up she talked a lot about her boyfriend she talked a lot yeah. about COVID she talked a lot about Black Lives Matter. She talked a lot about what it's like being a black woman right now, you know? Yeah, yeah. But this is much more, like, 
reserved is not the word, but like mm. much more confined or something. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I see what you're saying. Cause like, it's not that it isn't written in her voice. Like it's still very much written in her voice, mm-hmm. but yeah, I would be really, really interested to hear like the history of the drafting and editing process. Like mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I, I feel like there's something under the surface that, like, we are intuiting or, like, like reading, and... Yeah. Yeah, I would just be... I would be very curious to know what the story of the, like, creation of this book is. Yeah. I know. I kind of want to, like... Yeah. I want to look into... Like, did any of this information change? Mm-hmm. Well, like, she has her own imprint now, right? I was about to say, yeah, that's kind of the only thing I see so far that's different, though. Tiny Reparations book. Which is, like, awesome and... Amazing. Yeah, super duper cool. Yeah. The amount of boss babing that she has done. Yes. No, I mean, she's killing it still and always. Totally. Yes. I still feel, like, so disloyal for saying anything yeah. bad like I just <laughs> we have to block her from our socials for a while <laughs> I feel like genuinely awful not, not that, that she's like ever gonna looks... listen to this not that she's ever gonna hear it but I just like I feel so disloyal <laughs> yeah I know I know I which is feel... a weird feeling to be like <laughs> this person who doesn't know me but I just feel this way <laughs> I know. Mm. Oh, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. I'm sorry, Phoebe. I love you. And I will, I, I will 100% continue buying and reading your books. Like. Absolutely. You could put out another book tomorrow and I would go to the store and buy it. 100%. Yes. And I wouldn't dissuade anybody from reading this book, like, by any means. Like. No. Like. I wonder, what did I rate it on Goodreads? Um, I rated it a three. Mm. I've been rating a lot of stuff threes this year. Like, my Goodreads right now, kind of (laughs) disappointing. I don't know. It's been been kind of a rough year so far in my 2022 reading challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, I gave it a three. I feel bad to do that. I can't remember, like... What I rated her other books. I love her. Like, like I said, it feels like disloyalty. I love Phoebe Robinson. I just, this book didn't grab me the way that her other books did. And I feel bad about it. But I won't lie. I cannot lie. I cannot tell a lie. I know. I am bummed about it. I was so excited to read it. I know. Maybe Maybe it's my fault. I'll take the blame. It's my fault. Sorry, Phoebe, it's me. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I probably was not in the right headspace when I was yeah. reading it. Yeah. I put too much onto it. Made it a huge thing. Yeah. It's my fault. Yeah. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> All right. Well, so that's our thoughts on this book, I guess. <laughs> what would you rate it? I gave it three stars. I think three. Like, my heart wants to give it a four. Mm-hmm. Because I feel bad. Yeah. But I would have I would have done a three. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's Phoebe. 
That's Phoebe. (laughs) We love her. So next, Drunkers will be reading The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett, a novel. We're moving to non... Or we're moving to fiction (laughs) from nonfiction. (laughs) And then after that, if you want to get ahead of things, is This Is All I Got by Lauren Sandler, which is a nonfiction. Hey. We're going back and forth. (laughs) Um, Cool. Okay, this is where good. can this people is motivation? Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited. Where too. can people We are gonna it? do it more than eight months. I mean, less than eight months from now. Next <laughs> time months. it's gonna be a year. So watch out. <laughs> Keep you on your toes, drunkers. <laughs> um, people can find us on Instagram. Yep. On Facebook. Nope. Mm-hmm. Only if they join our Patreon, they can find us on mm-hmm. Facebook. Yeah. They can find us on Patreon. They can find us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And they can email us. And mm-hmm. it's all Drunk of the Drunk book. of the Book. Yep. Um, we're on TikTok, too. Oh, yeah. We're on TikTok. If you want to be a member of our Patreon and get access to the amazingness that is us and support us. Olivia's in school, um, yeah. <laughs> so support yeah. is welcome. We love support. I'm in public education during the end time, yeah. so help yeah. is welcome. We love help and support. Look at us trying to be helpful people. Ashley and all the youth, and I'm going to be a nurse. So yep. Um, if you want to join our Patreon. Yep. Um. Yeah, you can find us anywhere. We always take suggestions. Mm-hmm. We always are open to conversations about books. Yes. Um, and we will get more regular. This is my bad, and we'll get back on it. Mm-hmm. We're always looking for guests. We've never had one always yet. You could be our first. You can yeah, pop so that cherry. Say. <laughs> and I peed myself a little bit. (laughs) (sighs) That was not that funny. (laughs) So that's how funny we are. (laughs) You could laugh like this if you want to be a guest on our show. Just make sure you get either a Bud Light Seltzer (laughs) or a Sierra Nevada, baby. That might have blown that part out. Sorry. Went into the red a little bit there. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's get And you'll find us where you leave. It will be there. Anywhere that you want us to. 